Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. With us today, this is a special treat because we got two guests on. First, David Lukacs, you know him all, CEO of Liquid Avatar Technologies, trades on the CSC on the stock symbol LQID. But special guest, glad to have her for the first time, and I know we're going to have her back more. Ruth McCartney, co-founder and digital diva at McCartney Multimedia. Now, for those of you who are new to the story, first, what you got to know about Liquid Avatar, they're a North American fintech company that's empowering individuals to manage, control, and generate value from their own private identity. They're essentially turning uh, identity into a profit. But what we're here to talk about today is that Liquid Avatar has launched Oasis Digital Studios to support the development, management, distribution of AR-enhanced NFTs. With that, a partnership came along here where they partnered with to, uh, entertainment, technology, and lifestyle leader, McCartney Multimedia, uh, joining forces there for the entertainment industry. Guys, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you both here. Thank you. Thank you, George. Ruth, it's an honor, it's an honor to have you here. Uh, usually partnerships start off slow. You know, you try and you try and find your footing, but you guys have hit the ground running here. Uh, you've teamed up with renowned artist May Pang to drop, and I'm going to read this, to drop iconic digital artwork NFTs of John Lennon's Lost Weekend. How did you uh, how did you start off the relationship with such a bang? Tell us about the uh, the impact, the influence that McCartney Multimedia has in the industry. Well, you know, we're, we're a woman-owned industry, we're a woman-owned business, and um, so being a lot of our friends in the industry are, you know, female artists, women, May I've known since I was a child because she was firstly an assistant at the Dakota uh, building where Yoko still famously lives. Um, she actually found the apartment for them. And then, so, you know, just through happenstance in life, I've known May since the seventies. And then we hooked up again more recently at a couple of these fest for Beatle fans. And, you know, she's an amazing, she's a jewelry designer. She's a storyteller. She's an amazing photographer. Um, and we've always just stayed in touch. And when this opportunity came along through Liquid Avatar and Oasis, uh, I thought immediately, of course, because of the, the McCartney being the last name of our company, wouldn't it be great to be the pop culture sort of uh, cornerstone of the Oasis Digital Studios uh, NFT world and reached out to, you know, a few people and there's, there's a lot more exciting folks coming. And the first one that came back immediately and said, wow, I've been hearing about this from my son. Um, and so, you know, Seb Visconti, which, what's it all about? So, you know, I explained it to him and um, she said, okay, I'm in, I trust you, I know you. And uh, we've been having some pretty mind blowing Zoom meetings with David where she holds up pictures to the screen and we're all like, oh yeah, that'll be good. <laughs> so are there you, you go. David, are you able to give us any kind of idea yet as to what we might be seeing from John Lennon's lost weekend photographs, or are you guys going to keep that under wraps until you start to reveal to the marketplace? Well, I think, uh, George, uh, you know, as Ruth said, we, we got on a, a couple Zoom calls with me, and, and honestly, if it, if it wasn't getting, if I wasn't getting shivers, my mind was blown. I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, 
May had a very intimate relationship with John Lennon. She was able to take photographs of him that others would never see in, in, you know, in, in, in private and public settings. And, uh, you know, I think the, the proper way to reveal these is as May wants to reveal them um, along with her story. So this is not just uh, a photograph, but May is looking at providing backstory in her own words, in her own voice to be included with these digital NFTs. And this is her personal and exclusive collection mm -hmm. of photographs over an intimate 18 month period, right, Ruth? Correct, uh, the period has been dubbed by the major press for years as the last weekend, um, but it was more than a weekend, it was a year and a half. And uh, New York, LA, all over the place, they traveled extensively together. And it was May who was instrumental in bringing Julian, uh, John's first son, back into the fold. And just some great stuff. She was telling me stuff this morning about Dennis Wilson and Brian Wilson and the stuff that just blows your mind, you know? How do you expect the industry to react uh, to, to this announcement, Ruth? And you guys have been around since 1995, full service creative digital agency, great deal of success, very influential. You know, how do you expect people to react to this news? I think it'll be a very interesting crossover from an age um, bracket standpoint, from a demographic standpoint, because obviously John has been gone since 1980, but he still has a lot of young fans who oh, will yeah. understand the digital NFT space. And not unlike uh, QR codes, which we are heavily involved with, with Flowcode, um, you know, it's a cross-generational thing. I think it's an opportunity to bring grandparents and grandkids together through art, technology, you know, memories, I won't say memorabilia, but, you know, memories and historical icons such as John. David, what I really like about the partnership and the way it's kicked off with McCartney Multimedia is you're not just a couple of companies trying to jump on the NFT bandwagon. Uh, you, you're coming with quality quality digital you know quality product here collection digital collection that people either have never seen or very or very very few people have seen is this just a big bang or and 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 you and you're getting lucky the first time around uh or is it a case of you can expect as a result of your relationship with ruth to have more great collections and things like this slowly come out over the next weeks months even years well, George, um, it, it's really interesting. Uh, Ruth and I have known each other for, we think it's about 12 years now. And uh, and so, uh, you know, this is not our first connect and, and Ruth has been kind enough. She's also sits on our industry advisory committee along with Alan Paul Silverstein, who's our other partner at Imagine AR um, uh, in the project. And and so we've been opening up our Rolodex as, as, as a group, as a company and, uh, um, it's amazing to see the connections coming to us. I mean, we've we've both spent a lot of time in, in entertainment and, and, and I've spent a lot of time in, in sports marketing as well. And the, the people are coming to us based on our, our business model. Our business model for Oasis is an agency model. So we're, we're working with clients to find the best solutions for them in NFTs, not the only solution or a particular platform. We want to find what's best for them. And uh, and based on the trust they have with Ruth and the trust they have with myself and other partners, the, we're, seeing, we're seeing the floodgates start to open. And I think this release today will um, solidify our, our position in the marketplace as a leader in quality product, not just uh, volume of product.
Ruth, David said trust there. And I, I want to ask you this. So this is a perfect segue. You must have had, you, you must always have a lot of options available to you. A lot of people come to you, especially for non-fungible tokens now, NFTs, right? What was it about Oasis and David uh, and Alan that led you to say, okay, I'm going to partner with Oasis Digital Studios on this? Again, it's back to the word trust. You know, I mean, I've known David over a decade and he was introduced to me by another couple of rock stars and my old friend, Neil Stiles, who also sits on the advisory committee. Uh, Neil is a Brit and formerly head of uh, Variety and also BAFTA. So mm -hmm. I think it's tying all of those connections together and knowing obviously everybody, you know, we do our due diligence on behalf of our clients. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I don't know who's behind some of these markets that are popping up like mushrooms and if my clients are going to get paid or not so when the opportunity presented itself with uh, david's group with oasis i was like ah yeah that's the home for all of this amazing, amazing pop culture stuff that i can put my hands on and bring the artists and stuff to the table because you know first of all it's it's crypto and a lot of people don't understand that and then they think you know well why can it be stolen so then i spend an hour explaining what the blockchain is mm -hmm. and then you know so, so so there are a lot of trust factors along the way but it, and it's also about having fun while you're doing that getting the production together and we we just had some it's like a social club on zoom you know we've had some great meetings and we'll continue to have some more with uh people in the beatles space the pop culture space the music space and um, the food space, which we are burgeoning through. And in fact, uh, I think I'm correct in saying we're gonna be the first food-based um, NFTs uh, working with some incredible chefs, thinking of, thinking of it like recipe cards, except they're experiential, let's just put it that way. So it's just, it's about having fun and enjoying because they're long days. Some, some of them you know, start at five and end at midnight. So you might as well trust and have fun with the people you're working with. And that was what made my husband, uh, who's my business partner, and I to make the decision to go with Oasis. In all these client Zooms that you're having, talk to your clients, you know, NFTs, non-fungible tokens, most people didn't even know what, they, what that was 60 days ago until the bronze dunk from Top Shot, let alone six months ago. So when you talk to your clients, what kind of a reaction are you getting from them? Thankfully, they trust you, obviously. But even, despite that trust, are you getting a lot of that which you see with all new technologies. Oh, this is crazy. Who would want to buy a digital collectible? What are you talking, what kind of reaction are you getting? Yeah, a lot of it is, well, um, why on earth would anybody want, you know, a digital baseball card or a, or a picture of John Lennon, for example? Um, and I go back to, well, when painters were only painting roofs of uh, Sistine Chapel and inside churches, the first person to put a painting in a frame and hang it, you know, why on earth did anybody want one of those? Why do people flock to Paris to see the Mona Lisa? Just as you think about the history of money and how it started with salt, hence the word salary, and then it went into Agora, you know what that is, you know, a global Agora is where people met and traded, I need three goats and you need, you know, 60 cabbages, right? So money, money has changed hands and now we're all the way into crypto and, and F and Bitcoin it's the same natural evolution with art. You know, you can hang it on the wall, but nobody's gonna be able to see it unless they come to your house. So I think, you know, having the bragging rights, owning something that literally cannot be forged because it's on the blockchain, I think it's just a natural evolution of, of the way things, you know, the way life changes. 
And yet most people, it's hard, right? I remember when, when Bitcoin first came out, people said, oh, this is a dumb idea. Who wants a digital dollar? And then when esports came out and I tried to explain to people, well, this is teams of teenagers who are creating teams and playing video game competition tournaments. People thought, oh, that's nuts. Uh, mm -hmm. And now you're kind of hearing the same thing with NFTs, but uh, Ruth, you, you've got the perfect combination of you're, you're a veteran who's been around because you, you found it in 1995 and yet you're totally up to speed mm -hmm. with, uh, you know, with, with all the latest blockchain NFT. Are you convinced that non-fungible tokens are, are here to stay? I am because people literally live on their devices. If you, you know, <laughs> in the old days, a year ago, in the olden times, when you could go to a restaurant, we'd see people having lunch with each other, all four of them staring at their phones. This is where people live. I mean, in, in Asia, they literally have things painted on the, on the sidewalk. Uh, you know, stop. <laughs> There's a street crossing coming because people are looking down all the time. And so if we live in these digital worlds and devices and we all live on apps and I mean, even outside of cryptocurrency, you know, there are apps like TransferWise and Zelle and we all do our banking on our phones. So why wouldn't we do our collecting on our phones and our hobbies? You know, we listen to music and MP3s through earbuds through our phones. So why, you know, why wouldn't it be here to stay? And I think once I explain it to people, like you remember how baseball cards were and you bought a pack and if you got Hank Aaron or somebody in your pack, it was worth more. I said, well, yeah, okay. We don't have to chop down trees for this. It's the green mm -hmm. version of baseball cards. It's digital, right? So it lives in the cloud and it lives on your phone and it's under lock and key with this really long encrypted barcode and nobody can steal it. So they're like, oh, I get it. So there you go. So I, yeah, no, I think it's, that, I think it's here. That's a great way. That's a great way. And I'd rather they hear it from you than from me. Uh, and we're <laughs> mm -hmm. going to make sure we turn that into a little mini clip actually, so that people can hear that. That's a fantastic explanation. David, going back, talk about the business model. Something mm -hmm. you said earlier, and I want to expand on a little bit, which is really important. Uh, because NFTs are just, you know, really finding their footing and they're going to keep expanding. None of us know where to go, right, at the end of the day. And we don't want to be pigeonholed. Ruth brought up a good example. You don't want to, you don't know if you're going to go to George's NFT platform, maybe get ripped off, not get paid or things like that. Is that, if, if, is that the power of Oasis? Because you're saying, hey, depending on if it's, uh, art uh, will go to that platform. If it's entertainment, long lost photos will go there. If it's if it's food, like we'll go there. Is is that the real power of Oasis? Because you're not pigeonholed, and and you can give everyone all the options they need that perfectly suit them. I think that's one of them, George. That's a very true statement. Um, there there hasn't been a lot of platforms that have literally uh, defined their their niche yet. Um, everybody's sort of all over this the place but at the same time right. um, platforms have been charging outrageous fees so the fact that we have the power of our programs give us negotiating power number one and number two platforms are coming to us now i'm um, in the last uh week or 10 days i mean you saw that we announced rare dot store with a group in toronto who are a fantastic group of people and we're really happy to be there but we'll be announcing all kinds of relationships with platforms because they're coming to us saying, you've got product, you've got supply, you know, we've got demand, can we put the two together? And I think Oasis will be there to manage that process for our clients and Ruth's clients. And with transparency, that's really important. 
our model is very transparent. Anything that needs to be approved in a cost has to be approved by the client. So they get to see everything before we go out the gate. So that's really, really important. And I want to add something that Ruth said. And um, there is this misconception out there that, you know, um, and we've heard it once or twice, and I think we've all heard it, that, you know, crypto uses so much power to create energy to create crypto. There's so much energy consumed. But again, we don't have to cut down trees. We don't have to mine metals. We don't have to ruin the water table, erode soil, environmental impact. Many of the many of the um, um, you know mining facilities that are out there for crypto are really um, uh, near renewable energy sources, whether it's hydroelectric or geothermic, right? Um, or geothermal, sorry. Um, so at the end of the day, there's 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 I think the efficiencies, and we just recently read an article where the efficiencies actually favor cryptocurrency. Um, and, and so the other thing I want to add is that, you know, the generation, the millennials and Gen Z's or Gen Z, if you're in Canada, they, um, they're, they're not hoarders. They want transportability. They want experiential and collectability, but they don't want to be weighted down by physical product. They want everything virtual as Ruth said. So I think we're offering them everything. And lastly, this is the real first opportunity through NFTs for crypto to go mainstream where everyone understands it because we're, we're connecting while it's intangible, right. what they perceive as a tangible item, although it is intangible because it's digital, but that tangibility factor, that, that virtual look, feel and smell I, together with a cryptocurrency. So we're taking that transition and moving it from that literally crypto world to a digital world and everyone understands the digital world. Well, think about how many John Lennon fans. I know my brother, who is 57 years old, is a John Lennon fan. He's got nothing to do with crypto. He's not in that world. But how many millions of people like him exist out there that now suddenly are going to say, well, I want a piece of that iconic digital artwork. So I am going to now incorporate uh, crypto uh, into, my, into my life. So Ruth, is that a big... Is that something David said earlier? Is that a big part of when you when you talk to your clients? Is it the negotiating power by saying, "Hey, you know, Bob, Mary, I don't want to say names, but come, you know, do this with us because we go through Asus and then we have negotiating power with platforms rather than yeah. George trying to go on his own, Mary trying to go on her on her own." Well, sure. I mean, it's like the wisdom of the crowd and crowdfunding, all of that. You know, it's it's if we go to for example, you know, clients will go, well, well, where will it be sold? Which platform? And I say, well, that's all part of our agency model. Uh, and that's why we're, you know, involved partnering with you in the success of this is because we're going to do all of the legal stuff, the due diligence, all of, you know, you could just accidentally pick a, a platform out of the sky and boom, you know, there goes the neighborhood, right? So, and I think it's, it's something that people don't really understand the the tokenization getting it on the blockchain writing the smart contract what goes what all is in the contract how, you know the time to market the pr machine that oasis has behind us with nrpr so it's you know it takes a village and i think anybody who just wants to throw up an nft on some website they found that's going to charge them you know a flat fee plus uh, in the, then in the fine print, you start seeing all of the outrageous fees and so on. Mm -hmm. If you're a, a lone wolf, you're not in a, in a group uh, position to negotiate. So I think that is, yeah, that's a very important thing. And I also think that it will bring crypto 
to the forefront, you know, there are adopters like PayPal now and Coinbase and whatever that making it easier to understand. And so I think, you know, all boats rise on the same tide. Why not? And the fact of the matter is talent, artists, entertainment companies, they've always had agents and agencies in between them and the real world, right? At the end of the day. So it makes total sense that Oasis uh, is, and you guys are the agency in between them now because talent artists don't want to waste time trying to figure out George's platform, a Goracom NFT platform. How do I figure this out? And then they make a horrible mistake. Right. And they say, you know, with typical artists, they understand that they just want to concentrate on their art. And there are things that like, you know, packaging on a movie, you know, you'll package this, you get that actor if that director gets a, a slot and then there's loan out contracts and then there's residuals and there's, you know, box office participation. They don't want to know any about that any more than they want to know anything about this. They just want to make art, have fun, do some interviews and, you know, get paid, <laughs> frankly. So talk about getting paid, David, brass tax. Mm-hmm. When do you think uh, this begins? When do you drop this iconic digital artwork, NFTs of, of John Lennon's Lost Weekend? And do you have any sense for, you know, we've, we've heard some big numbers. LeBron's dunk has gone for over, I don't know, a quarter of a million dollars now, maybe higher because it changed all the time. Mm-hmm. Do, you have, do you guys have any sense for, or is it too early to know just how, how valuable these could be? Because if, if, they, if, they, if they do well, I would assume that's going to make it even easier for, for Ruth and McCartney Multimedia to bring even more clients in. Well, I think that the key is, 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 you know, um, you, you've heard me say this before is crawl, walk, run, right? At the end of the day, we want to make sure this is done right. So we're planning again, subject to all, you know, all the caveats on earth, we're planning to have this done in late April to start dropping. I think the key really is working with May and Ruth to uh, determine what is the best opportunity. There are some magical numbers in, in the John Lennon universe that we want to deal with. And that is, and, and Ruth can talk about those more than I would, but um, at the end of the day, we want to make sure we're building up a, a list of people who are interested um, between ourselves and Ruth. There's, there's a lot of organizations that have fans that would be interested in knowing about this. So we want to give that time. And certainly um, we, uh, you know, when we look at numbers, we're being very, very conservative, but you can imagine the value of these and if we even offered a limited number of them that exponentially yeah. the the number could be quite large um as a top line revenue so we're 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 using good judgment and and best practices to ensure that we're doing things the right way not the fast way and they're going to be ar enhanced also david which adds um, another element to it that most nfts don't have right that's the key there's um there's a couple different techniques we're using. Um, um, you know, uh, Ruth and I have spent a lot of time in the entertainment industry, and um, uh, you know, fortunately, we have a lot of experience in this industry. So we're looking um, at cinematic approach, and you might have seen that with our Phaser Universe launch. We're we're looking and playing with cinematics. We're also playing with um, you know uh, multimedia. Obviously, we've said that, and we're looking at uh, augmented reality. So. So that not only the the NFT owner, but others can enjoy the value of these products, even though they don't own them. So, um, Scott, no, sorry. So, and 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 it might be a secondary opportunity for someone who wants to buy one from another to know that that in the in the AR world, if the if you can see that image, you might be able to make a bid to buy it. 
so there's lots of opportunities here. Ruth, dollar value aside, uh, you, you, if anybody knows uh, pro, you know, uh, PR uh, around these kind of things, it's you, again, because you founded the company back in 1995. What kind of media and press do you expect this drop to generate leading up to it? I would assume that this is going to be something, but I may be wrong. That's why we're asking you. But I'm assuming well, yeah, this is going to be something that's going to be covered wide and far. Uh, one, one would think and one would hope. And um, also there is going to be in one of these drops in association with a media partner, there's going to be a charitable component. I talked to May just before about she wants to direct some of the revenue, which will again spin out, not because we're doing it for that, but it will spin out more, more press and more interest um, to a food-based charity for food insecure people, and also to um, an Asian American, like the Anti-Defamation League, because May is Chinese American, her last name is Pang, and she herself has been experiencing on the subway in New York in the last week, she's been experiencing this ridiculous, unfounded hate. And so we really wanted, out of all this, you know, great, hopefully great success, we also want to give back and, and do good with uh, the opportunity because again, get, you know, instant karma, right? Um, I think that, yeah, I just, there are so many opportunities worldwide to benefit, you know, to, to get this artwork out there um, and yet respect the provenance of it uh, and work with May and some of the digital artists with, at, at uh, Imagine AR and Oasis. So we're, we're looking forward to hopefully a, a, a long and winding fruitful road of success mm -hmm. with these things. I, I love that you say that because it just adds, and I think we're now entering, you know, a period where that's where people want to see. This isn't a cash grab. Mm -hmm. This isn't a, let's see if we hit the jackpot quickly. It's truly sharing. Yes, it's going to generate some revenue, but it's also going to benefit plenty of people. And I think that's a new model, right? Right. Right. Ruth? Well, I think especially with Gen Z, and millennials, they, you know, they want to buy the brands that not only are sustainable and organic, but that give back. Like, you know, you buy one pair of socks, another pair gets given to an unhoused person. So I think that in order to just do the right thing by John's memory, he was that kind of a guy. Imagine right. peace, you know, um, mm -hmm. it wouldn't feel right to just simply be, you know, some money grubbing Hollywood agent and get all this thing and, you know, woohoo, look, make off like into the sunset. We want to, we want to use this opportunity to generate good. David, you were talking about NFTs with me months ago, long before anyone was really talking about them, but you were talking about it months ago. So despite the, despite being ahead of the curve mm -hmm. on almost everybody I know, and, you know, I'm always talking to tech people, um, did you and your wildest dreams expect to, by first quarter of 2021, have this fantastic partnership with Imagine AR, with McCartney Multimedia, and announce already such amazing, uh, really special uh, collections that could, in your wildest dreams, could you have imagined this? I'd like to say yes, because that would make me look good. Um, but, um, I, I don't think humbly the answer is no. I mean, it's, it's been pretty unbelievable and, and it continues to be, um, you know, it was, um, 
I, I was uh, doing research for the release uh, a couple weeks ago. And, um, you know, it's a Saturday morning and I'm doing, and I'm, I'm being blown away. And, and um, my daughter comes in and says, dad, what are you doing? It's Saturday morning. What are you doing? And I'm telling her what I'm doing. And she goes, and she's a huge Beatles fan. And uh, she got the wonderful opportunity when I was on a Zoom call to meet Ruth and, and her mom, Angie and May all at the same time. I mean, it was, it was quite an event. And, uh, and so you know, it was just literally unbelievable. Like you're sitting there writing a release and looking at music history and saying to yourself, how did I get in the mix of this? Like, you know, yeah. where, where did I come from, you know, you know, 40, 50, almost 60 years ago, where did I come from that, that when I, you know, I was watching this on TV, I, I never thought I'd be part of it. But you say that each time you do something, whether it's some of our work, my past work with Disney or the, or the Marvel group or Stan Lee or, you know, any of those things you think to yourself, well, how did I get here? And, and I think it's, it's, it's one is making great connections, but also, again, it's, it's creating trust, creating honesty, creating truth. I mean, uh, Ruth and my mutual friend, Neil Stiles, who was the, um, you know, former CEO and, and, and publisher of Variety Magazine, um, and, and part of our industry advisory committee has always been a great mentor to me. So he's given me some great, great advice. And it's really surrounding yourself with people who know more than you, you do and, and are experts in their field and drawing on those talents and being, being humble enough and honest enough to listen to that advice. And that gets you places. So could I have imagined this? I would have hoped I did imagine this and the dream is coming true. But at the end of the day, it is, it is you know, kind of far, far beyond that. I want to give you a quote that I sort of live by and it's by David Ogilvy. And it says, when you reach for the stars, you may not exactly get them, but you won't end up with a handful of dust either. So really at the end of the day, you know, you've got to, you've got to extend your reach, but you got to stay in your lane. So you can't be all over the place. You've got to stay in your lane, extend your reach. And hopefully if you do good things, good people will, uh, will surround themselves with you. Well, staying in your lane comes from philosophy, right? Which is right. not trying to be a money grabber, because right. when you're when you trying to be a money grabber, you're not in your lane and then everything goes yeah. awry. Ruth, uh, last words to you, uh, because you're our guest of honor in this one, but we're going to have you back more and more. That's for sure. Right. Uh, I'm getting a great I, I, I'm getting that great feeling, too, that David's talking about less so about, wow, I'm a shareholder of Liquid Avatar and I might make a lot of money now because the company's going to grow and more so man, it just feels like we're honoring John Lennon's memory. We're sharing it with his fans and we're doing great things with it. Uh, is that going to be the driving philosophy that you think is paradoxically at the same time, just going to drive the success uh, of this partnership that you have with Oasis? I think so. And I, I think it's, it's, again, it's about the red thread of life and it, you wind up um, universally, you know, the universe is, has a way of just putting things in opportunities in your way. And if you don't, if you miss them or if you're too lazy or you don't take some, you know, chances to spend long time in the chair and do a lot of hard work, then, you know, they pass you by. But I like to play the game, the red thread of life. How do I know David? Okay, through Neil Stiles and then an event at the Beverly Hills Hotel. And then how do I know Neil? I know Neil through Nigel Lithgow, who was the co-executive producer of American Idol. So you, uh, so you think you could dance? He created that. And America's Got Talent. How do I know Nigel? He taught me to tap dance in Liverpool when I was 15 years oh, old. Wow, <laughs> unbelievable. So 
you know, you, you tie those threads together and now my Rolodex goes off in my head. So I'm going to go back to Nigel Lithgow and all of his alumni of the people that he's worked with through the years on America's Got Talent and, you know, all the TV shows that he's done and say, okay, let's roll our sleeves up, get on a Zoom with David, let's brainstorm, write down some names and see where life takes us. Do these people want to do NFTs? So if you, if you play that connection, red thread of life game, light bulbs will go off like you can't believe stuff that you never could have thought of. The universe will lay it out for you and you just better be there and, you know, pay attention. Pick those I actually, opportunities I actually, up. I actually call that the domino theory. I talk about it with my kids, some of my people around me saying, the domino way over here, you know, that you may think is small and insignificant and not special leads to this domino mm -hmm. over here. So yep. you've got to treat everybody and every that's, opportunity great. That's the thing. I think, in, you know, you, you get to stay in business a long time when you don't burn bridges, you don't burn clients, you do what you say you're going to do plus 20% more for no more money. Um, you know, we run our entire agency on word of mouth. We've never advertised in 30 years ever. Because what am I going to do? Take a page in the Wall Street Journal and go, we're really nice and we're really good and, you know, come with us. No, it's it's reputation and it, it has to precede you. And that's why I think we're going to be very successful in putting together a mind-blowing team of people for Oasis and this the NFT program. Plus, then getting them all to um, get involved with Liquid Avatar and be, you know, privacy advocates. Because yeah, we haven't even touched on that. We'll touch on that next time, but that right. is where the world is going, right? We should mm -hmm. all control Absolutely. our private. And especially art. celebrities, they they need to show their ID when they get on a plane. They put their pants on one leg at a time like everybody else. But, you know, who do they trust with their information? So Liquid Avatar is a perfect, uh, it's perfect for everybody. But, you know, celebrities, I think once they actually do the math, it, they're going to jump on board because how better to protect their privacy yet share the data they need to share? And they can share that with all their fans and help Liquid Avatar really grow at the end of the day right. and That's benefit right. from it. And I just want to of, say, I'm, I'm going to leave now because there, there's no need for me here. Ruth and I have figured it out. We, we got this. We can take it out. Figure it out. You, just, yeah. you just get the paperwork done. And Ruth, by the way, on that red thread of life uh, and your connections with America's Got Talent, I can juggle and make a Greek salad at the same time. So, mm. you know, <laughs> I'm just joking mm. about that. And what about, it's going to include Saganaki though. We got to have flaming cheese being juggled. I tried, but I almost burned the house down once. So I'm going to practice, but from now I'm going to practice outside. So if I drop the flame in Saganaki, at least I just burned down the dog house, not the entire house. Lactose intolerant, count me out. <laughs> it would, you could you could collect the burning Saganaki flaming cheese NFT though you wouldn't have to exactly, eat it exactly <laughs> exactly now we have to eat it grabbers money grabbers <laughs> but you know Ruth next time you're you know when when these travel restrictions come off and no doubt hopefully you'll be flying to Toronto to meet oh, with yeah. the team at some point we'll all go out for a great you know a great Greek meal and we'll talk about you know that little tidbit you laid down that we'll talk about next time about some do with NFTs and world renowned chefs and food. Cause we're going to want to hear about that. Oh, you're, 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 this is, yeah, this is Blow your mind. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We're, again, there's a lot of work to be done before we get there, but you know, again, crawl, walk, run, but it, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, that's been mind blowing as well. Guys, congratulations on your partnership. Congratulations on this great early success. 
And congratulations really on conveying the philosophy behind this all. It's a beautiful philosophy. It's great for shareholders, but it's also great for artists and it's great for the people and for fans and for everybody. So I think that's fantastic. And I can't I was, wait to have you guys back on again, again, again. Uh, I would like to say when I do deals, I like win-win, but I like win-win-win-win-win better. <laughs> it looks like you're doing it with this, right? It's hard to, it's not easy to do, it's not easy to do that. Easier yeah. said than done. Yeah. But, you know, Ruth, you really put that across. David's like win-win, so he's all right. But you've gone to five wins and you're-, yeah. you're Well, you have to, you know, it, it's karma, you know, if, especially we're talking about John. Karma, yeah. man, it's a thing. But, but oh, I, I gotta say, it. working with Ruth, it's, 20, it's 27 hour days. She's on the West Coast. And uh, so it's like she said, it's long days, but, but, uh, but amazing opportunities. Fun. It is fun, it is great. And, and it's fulfilling can... too to get stuff out that you know is very rare and and give it new life and and have whoever reads the press releases go and do a bit more digging if they didn't know about what an amazing wonderful man John Lennon was well that's a whole new audience that's going to discover him yeah. and his movement for peace and all of that yeah it kind of revitalizes his messaging at the end of the day around this right it's going to bring Absolutely. him right back yeah, it's a bit, we lost them way too early. Like I said, I, I think I said this off screen, but I remember where I was lying on the floor of my family room in 1980 when NBC broke. Uh, so I think we all remember where we were uh, that day. But uh, the, the next best thing to still having them here is to honor them with something as great as this. And, yeah. uh, and congratulations to both of you on getting that done. Thank well, you. We'll, try, we'll try to do him proud. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for being here. This has been Thanks amazing. For for everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, or your favorite podcast platform. To Ruth McCartney, co-founder and digital diva at McCartney Multimedia. And of course, David Lukat, CEO of Liquid Avatar Technologies, trades on the CSC under LQID. For those of you who are new to the story, and that's going to be a lot of you, we know that this is cutting edge technology. And, and the great thing about cutting edge technology is it creates new markets, but it also means it's difficult to understand. Don't worry about that. Get to Agoracom, get to the liquid, get to the liquid avatar technologies hub, take a look at the profile page where we break it down there for you to understand. And make sure you get over to the liquidavatar.com site. And David, what's the what's the website for Oasis? Because it's new. I don't have my right. OasisDigitalStudios.com and George. If they're interested in the NFT, they can sign up to the uh, wait list. Yeah, so make sure you get to oasisdigitalstudios.com. It's a great website, uh, great information. Don't say we didn't tell you so 12 months from now. Do your due diligence. And hopefully, for those who are new, you've discovered your next great small cap disruptive tech company. Have a great day. See you next time.